We're back. OC. Part two. Take three. <laughs> Retrograde and eclipse season has got us, y'all. I mean, tomorrow's the eclipse, obviously. We're feeling the energy. There's a lot that needs to be released. Words are failing us. Words are failing us, but we're gonna we're pulling it together. We're powering through. We are really excited. That's what's keeping us going. Like we're excited about this conversation. It's just a struggle to get it out. Yeah, struggle to get our thoughts out. It's a little bit of a struggle. I am glad we get to reconvene, rejoin in person. Yes, um, always better this way. Always better this way to talk about some more of our. OC Housewives. Yes, so this week we're going to be talking about Gretchen, Alexis, and then Heather and Terry. And Heather and Terry. How could you not involve Terry in the conversation? The couple of the OC, really. Ooh, wow, what a big statement. Mm. What a big statement. Um, What I was going to say is it's really funny because last week, you know, we came out of the bang covering (laughs) Vicky and her amazing chart that we gleaned from the show this week a little bit of a different story terry's chart is actually the only chart that we have that has a double a rating that's like pristine yes it's the best quality chart that we have for our housewives sadly we don't actually have their time so it's not we don't have any of their risings yes it's and with alexis depending on what time of day she was born her son could either be a Capricorn or an Aquarius, but we'll get to that later. So. Or her moon, even. And her moon as well. So, yeah, things are a little more elusive this week in proper full moon. Retrograde full fashion. Full eclipse in Scorpio fashion, yeah. But you know what? We're going to let go of our fear, and we're going to move with our gut. So. Yes, and our first uh, first up, Gretchen, is a Scorpio stellium. I think it was the perfect housewife just bring up right before an eclipse yes in scorpio gretchen has her sun mercury and uranus in scorpio all uh loosely conjunct each other her moon is in gemini Mm -hmm. and her um i think it's actually also conjunct her lilith yes depending on you know depending on where the moon is yeah 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 it could so yeah so gretchen as we saw she's like very Scorpio but then you also see that Gemini moon because she's super secretive she's always lying about things she's always hiding things not telling the full truth Mm -hmm. but at the same time she's got this very like playful light childlike energy which is that Gemini moon of course so Mm -hmm. um yeah and she'd always say like some like the funniest things too like I don't have any specific examples off the top of my head but I feel like she reminds me of Teresa sometimes in the way she talks, like Mm. just random words or like things that don't make sense together or like her sense of humor is very like fun and quirky. It's like very different and it is a more youthful humor compared to the rest of the cast, even though it is a very fire heavy like lightness to it, but just a different lightness. This one's less mean, even though obviously Hmm. Mercury and Scorpio underneath, or at least it might not seem to be mean on the surface when you know she's making these fun jokes or whatever but underneath there's like a whole lot running through mm-hmm. yeah she also has mars and leo and she has venus and libra her venus and libra is conjunct her north node um also conjunct pluto mm. in a very tight orb um 
I think it's actually very interesting, this Venus placement on her North Node, especially since VN, on, of course, on Pluto, especially because Venus is the planet of relationships. Um, and so much In about Libra, the show. Libra, the mm-hmm. sign of relationships. Yeah, double emphasis. And of course, on the show, I feel like so much of Gretchen's drama revolved around her romantic relationships. Totally. People's perceptions, people gossiping about her relationships. Venus and Libra, also the sign of the gossip. Not to say you are the gossip, but also maybe, you know, because you're out and social. Like People are so- talking about you. Exactly. Talking about your relationships. Um, Especially at that Mars and Leo. She just, people can't help it. There's a gravitational yeah. pull and magnetism with all those Scorpio placements as well mm-hmm. that really radiates off her. Oh, she's charismatic. She's magnetic. That's why the, all the women are jealous of her. Mm-hmm. Um, you really with, see that early on too, like oh, off the bat. The first scene when she's being called, like, hold on to your daddy's mm-hmm. Gretchen's coming. Um, and all the ladies cackling about that. But yeah, it's interesting that this relationship cluster and North Node, her destiny, are in Libra, and she's known, known, gossiped about, again, Mm -hmm. Libra, for the power imbalances in the relationship Mm -hmm. she had, first with Jeff and her being a gold digger, then with Slade coming after her money and everyone like, make sure you have a prenup or all these things. It was so wild to see that switch, honestly. I was like, oh my gosh, how deeply plutonic. But it is so interesting, right? Like with Pluto in the mix, you get rebirth, you get transformation, you get death, which with in the case of obviously her relationship mm. with Jeff, she was confronting mortality mm. up close and personal, which is such a plutonic thing. Um, and then in her relationship with Slade, Slade's also a Scorpio. We don't know his age, by the way, so we don't know his chart really, except for the fact that he is a fellow Scorpio. Um, but, you know, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto and Mars. And so here again, you see this Pluto aspecting her relationships or coloring the relationships of her life Mm. yeah yeah it's interesting because like we hear her always talking about her her desire to have children and she's got jupiter in cancer Mm -hmm. the sign of like the mother mothering um and then again she's got her moon in gemini a sign that represents children often so it's like these two placements this urge to and desire to um, have a family, create that family, and then, like, this security in children that they provide you Mm -hmm. um, and the space to be a mother. So it is interesting. I'm glad that she finally did get to the opportunity to be a mother. Mm -hmm. Um, I was happy for her. Yeah, yeah. And I know there's obviously, you know, there's a lot of controversy around Slade and Gretchen, and we're not really going to get into that. Yes, but I will say, like good for her um Mm -hmm. to setting those boundaries she's got chiron and taurus a wound about your finances but also like she's mentioned that her previous marriage was to someone who had debt and who kind of took advantage of her financial situation so again a power imbalance in her relationships Mm -hmm. i wonder if that libra is in her eighth house that would be so interesting yeah Um, that would be really interesting so yeah i do not at all fault her Mm -hmm. this is what i will say i will not at all fault her and her placements make so much sense again that like scorpio stellium and wanting to stay private Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. to keep 
And even the Venus in Libra, like, Libra's a sign of justice, so, like, yeah. and Venus is your values, so, like, her heart is with Slade, but she's not gonna be stupid about it, and mm-hmm. good for her, you know? Mm-hmm. So, that's that's my two cents on it. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. And here's the thing, like, I... When I see a lot of Scorpio in the chart, there is so much emphasis on you know finding a partner that gets you that Mm. understands your vulnerabilities like sees you at your worst doesn't judge you for who you are and i think that you know while we might not necessarily understand the relationship from an outsider perspective it's so easy to judge of course but how she feels secure and like loyal and safe and seen in the relationship i think is you know a big part of it, like, as a Scorpio sun, just, like, even taking Slade's Scorpio sun, right, and putting it on Gretchen's Scorpio placements, I mean, two suns together, they're able to share the spotlight, we, like, really share yeah. in their attention together. Um, yeah, and he, yeah. she, like, always had him around her, and I think other people saw that as him hanging on to her, but you saw that when he was trying to step away and, like, do his own thing so that he could pay off his debt and provide for his family, she's like, but why aren't you here helping me with my things? Yeah. And it's, like, this double-edged sword of, like, I want you to be responsible and to take care of your shit, but also I want you here with me mm-hmm. also very mars and leo uh mm-hmm. and also that saturn and leo you know like that yeah. having that authority like like i am your authority <laughs> look up to me worship me mm-hmm. especially with someone she's in love with um mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's very interesting because like she also has her her son and her mars her son in Scorpio and her Mars and Leo square each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that action in action or like it's very much about ego management with those two and like understanding perspective and hurt. Um, and I feel like you do see that with Gretchen and Slade in how they handle their arguments and stuff. Like, you know, the Tubba Wubba thing. Mm. Um, and he was obviously her, but she was like, I don't get that perspective. And <laughs> then like ultimately, like you would, Ultimately, in every argument, right, you have to disband your ego because it's not about being right. It's about what's good for the both of you coming to a conclusion together. Um, And I feel like you see those moments on the show with her and Slade. Like, they do bicker. They do have these really crazy, outstanding things. But say what you want, they're still together 13 years later. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's funny, the tubba-wubba thing. I'm just, like, looking at that Libra, like, wanting her Venus and Libra, mm. kind of wanting perfection, and yeah. then there's that, like, Pluto there just intensifying it, and, like, I just remember them in the park with the dogs who were also <sighs> overweight, and yeah. her being like, every, all the men in my life are, f- like, fat or overweight, and it was just like, wow, you're just, like, not mincing your words at all. Mercury and Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. Um, but yeah. also her Gemini moon potentially could be, like, by sign is trining her Venus, mm-hmm. that Venus too. So like every, and, and, and here's the thing, Pluto can invoke shame and self-loathing as well. So whatever you're communicating to others is how you're kind of talking to yourself. Oh, totally. She's holding them to the standards that she holds for herself with the, that Venus there. Those are her values and like you're in my life, be this way. Mm-hmm. Take care of your body. Eat mm-hmm. less. Work out. It's not difficult. Just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, sorry with that Chiron and Taurus, like that chi- that wound around like how you look yes. can play out in either like 
going over just as anything it could go one of two ways like you could be very strict and structured about it or let it go mm-hmm. the other way and on top of that i mean it's ruled by that v- it answers to that venus mm-hmm. and libra mm-hmm. again it's just extra re-emphasized yeah and like gretchen is always done up you know and i think to the f- point where women the other women kind of call it out a little bit right like gretchen's very glam gretchen's like you know a princess or like yeah always a princess always like and it's all these things but i think it is a function of deep insecurity around how you feel and like even now the criticisms that she might be facing around her filtering and things like that on instagram i get it but also i don't know i feel like i feel compassionate for a lot of people that over filter mm-hmm. just because I'm like, I, I you get, don't, you clearly don't feel good about yourself. Yeah. And who are we to hate on that? We should, yeah, yeah it, no, I, I get that. It makes me more sad than anything. The only thing I wanted to bring up, which I thought was a very funny comment, which not a funny comment, but I think it was like the first like strike that Gretchen made ultimately on the show with that scorpionic tail, if you will, <laughs> that l- conversation with Lynn Around, like, oh, how yeah. I, you know, does it, if you push them out, doesn't mean, like, you're a good mother. And it was just so bombastic and kind of amazing because, obviously, you see that come out in her chart. Like, Mercury and Scorpio potentially aspecting that moon, who knows. But answering, at least, or related to that Gemini moon... There's and a trining the Jupiter, Jupiter and, Can- and Cancer right. with uh, Uranus conjunct Mercury. Exactly. So. And that Lilith on that moon, potentially. Yeah. So it's almost like there is some childhood trauma or there's a childhood desire for that family. Because her parents... She wants it and she doesn't think Lynn's doing a good job. Yeah. And she's judging her. Yes. Yeah. Up I mean, to the perfectionist her, standards of y- yes. family care, quote-unquote. Yes. And even, like, her taking, um... Oh, what was the daughter's name? Out shopping? Mm-hmm. Um... I know. Alexia? I forgot. One of them. Yeah. yeah. Um... I feel like Gretchen had such a good intention there, and yeah. it was just so misinterpreted, because honestly, I'm sure Lynn, we unfortunately can't get Lynn's exact birth date, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she has some wound around that too, like, yeah, yeah, yeah so, yeah, uh, well, that was, that was essentially, like, all I was gonna really say about, um, I just realized her Juno is in uh, Sagittarius, and um, what is really funny is I had in my notes like, wow, Jeff really looks like Santa Claus a little bit, <laughs> and Jupiter and Sagittarius, like, Jupiter is associated with Sagittarius and, you know, associated with Saint Nick, like, that's like a... Juno? No, no, Jupiter, so right. it's just like, it's funny that her planet of partnership or relationship oh, is in Sagittarius, yeah. and Jeff literally was Saint Santa Nick. Santa Claus. Yeah, <laughs> it just looked kind of wild, and of course... It's conjunct Neptune, so like a very generous and benevolent type of Santa Claus, you know? Like, right. So to me, I felt like, oh, that's really cute. And like, maybe that was like part of her destiny. I mean, it definitely is, but it just, it was interesting to see that symbolism play out in the chart. Mm-hmm. That way. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. about, is there anything else you... Um... No, just, like, she's such a showman, Mm -hmm. um, that Mars in Leo, she, like, always talks about loving to dress up and, like, be in costume, Mm -hmm. and then, um, she just, like, has to be 
the leader, which is also such, like, a Mars and Leo thing, like, needing to lead, mm-hmm. um, such as the bachelorette party for Tamra, like, needing to be in competition with Vicky yeah. and, like, being so upset when Nikki... Nikki, wow, Vicky is, like, the one that's the fun one, yeah. and she's, like, doing all the fun things. Oh, my God, that bachelorette party with Heather and the, the like, the, the surgical glove oh hiding behind the chair. That was a, that was so a wild, funny. that was a wild, wild stripper party. That, that was, was, I wouldn't want those strippers. That was aggressive. They're a little too aggressive, exactly. Like, I, I want so. Bolo aggressive, not that aggressive. I, you know, I have not gone up to Bolo yet. I know, I, I know, but I've, like, seen it, so it's, like, very <laughs> funny. I'm, so, I, yes, I can't agree, with, I can't concur, but... That was... The, I want to be thrown on the table. I don't want you fucking s- my ear. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is not ideal. That is not ideal. Um, okay, so I think we're good on Gretchen. She did bring Alexis on. Yes. Shall we move on to Alexis? Alexis Bellino, also known as Jesus Jugs, which is, like, honestly my favorite... Jesus Barbie, yeah. My favorite moniker I've ever... Like, through all the housewives, there have been so many. Jesus Jugs, like, rings in my head... Randomly. It's... Oh, my God. I mean, it's like Tamara at her best and worst all at once, I feel like. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is, like, I didn't even find Alexis to be so religious. Like, sure, she was mm-hmm. very Christian, but, like, so is Vicky. So is Lydia, um, yeah. who we'll be talking about next time. But, um, unfortunately, as we said at the top of the episode, we don't really know Alexis's sun or moon because <laughs> this is not big. This is not usual. Yeah. This is highly unusual <laughs> that we actually have no idea either a sun or a moon for like one. If of- we know someone's actual birth date. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I think it, I might have seen something with Capricorn, but to err on the safe side, what we thought would be interesting is actually you can kind of see um, because Capricorn and Aquarius both are ruled by Saturn in traditional astrology. In traditional astrology, in modern, you get you know Uranus co-ruling Aquarius with Saturn, which I think can kind of give you that rebel against the system type of energy that has you know we come to know with um, Aquarius energy. But what people oftentimes forget too is because Saturn is such a big player in both Aquarius and Capricorn, that element of conservatism, tradition, even like religion, since it's like such a system Mm -hmm. of belief and commitment and devotion Mm -hmm. and ritual, like that flows through her so deeply. Like she keeps talking about like, you know, my values, my morals with my husband, like all that, you know. Jesus. First comes God, then my husband, then my children. Yes, that was so interesting. Also interesting because she has her Venus in Pisces. Mm-hmm. So like it exalted. is exalted. So it's like a very um it's a very lovely placement first of all. Mm-hmm. It's a very creative placement, but above all it's a very spiritual placement. What is interesting is it squares her Neptune in Sag, which very interesting because we're currently going through a venus neptune square at the moment as well um there are no coincidences in astrology (laughs) but venus and neptune sometimes there's like a way of relating that gets lost in translation um maybe there's even friction about your sense of compassion with existing belief system navigation 
which I think we kind of saw a little bit of with Jim. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting because with Pisces, like, representing religion, but also Sagittarius, which is where her Neptune is, Mm -hmm. and again, Neptune co-ruling Pisces also represents religion, but Sagittarius is also a sign representing religion, so, like, she's got, like, kind of, like, again, Venus's values, so, like, her planet of values is kind of talking to these two very religious signs, and you see she has a very strong faith also, as Tasha just kind of mentioned, a little maybe misguided or um, skewed. I mean, we even see in her, at the beginning of her relationship with Jim, she's very subservient to him, kind of just going along. And then as she gets a taste of independence, mm-hmm. um, Chiron and Aries independence, mm-hmm. she gets a hunger for it. And also, as Tasha mentioned right now, the creativity aspect of Pisces and Venus again value something you value something that like is very important for you to be putting your efforts into so it's funny that then she like went to acting class and mm-hmm. like wanted to pursue that yeah I would say too I mean like you know Venus Pisces like film star or like wanting to be a film star I can definitely see that come through especially because like the only other sort of like Leo placement is really her Saturn in Leo like I don't see any of these other like you know film star type of, like, mm-hmm. energies outside of, like, this uh, Venus in Pisces. And it's a very strong Venus in Pisces in the chart. Um, what's also very interesting is her Venus and Neptune in... Venus in Pisces, Neptune and Sag both answer to her Jupiter in Taurus. Mm. Um, which, funnily enough, she will be going through a Jupiter in Taurus, her Jupiter return yeah, coming up. Yeah, but more funnily enough, she's always, like, being called out for by being materialistic. Yes. Jupiter in Taurus, also her Lilith is there. Um, like, that, it's important, that perception of wealth mm-hmm. and and physically having that wealth <laughs> is very important to her. You asked me this question before, I'm going to throw it back to you. What, do you, do you feel like the ring question, which was such a... Mm topic of conversation amongst these women is she wearing a real ring is she not wearing a real ring can you see anywhere where it would be like arguments for like yeah this is her way of thinking like yes this is a fake rock or this is a not real diamond yeah and then we have a real diamond at home like i can i I mean i don't think she had that real diamond at home i think she's trying to keep up with the joneses mm -hmm. and she did not have a diamond that big Mm um all but like Jupiter in Taurus sextiling Venus in Pisces. Mm-hmm. Kind of a little bit of like deception around a little haziness around like what the actual finances are. Mm. Um I just thought it was I mean, I just thought it was interesting because she does have her Chiron. So Alexis has her Chiron on her south node, and I feel like whenever I see that, it's like that survival that and where is her Mars? Her Mars in Capricorn. Capricorn. Yeah, like status elite society or like being perceived a certain way is like very important to Alexis. Mars in Capricorn trining Jupiter in Taurus. Like earth signs are very materialistic. Um, mm-hmm. And 
the Capricorns do sometimes like to be above people. Like, mm-hmm. there's a hierarchy, and they've worked their way to the top. You know, she started in Missouri, mm-hmm. and now here she is on a TV show in Orange County. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was very interesting, you know, when you're, like, looking down on people. Like, I'm just thinking of that conversation she's having with Peggy, the one mm. season that Peggy was on. Yeah. Um, and how Peggy was, like, you know, oh, my kid did this. And then Alexis would immediately be like, oh, yes, my kid's doing that. <laughs> oh, and my then, God. Except Peggy's kid was actually impressive and Alexis's oh wasn't. <laughs> that was so weird or it was just very funny to watch but you know when you said that mercury and capricorn like looked down or you know keeping up with appearances and like that just reminded me of that scene to a core um but it is interesting because you know the mercury and the mars potentially her son and i mean all of them cap aquarius energies they're all answering to that saturn and leo Mm. you know that attention that center of attention or like not even center of attention but how do I get recognized can someone see me can I be seen I want to recognize myself can someone recognize me type of energy also wanting to help provide Mm -hmm. when she's like I also want to earn I want to like bring home money to the family too and not have it all just be my husband yeah uh that was important to her she fought for that in her marriage yeah absolutely What's also, I mean, what's also so beautiful about Alexis is I think, you know, when you're watching the show back then, um, I feel like she didn't necessarily get the best rap. And then watching it now, not really knowing anything about her and seeing her evolution, I think is so amazing. And I do feel like she was such like a Bambi, you know, (laughs) coming onto the show and like very focused on her vanity, um, which, you know, she's a gorgeous woman, but... There was just, I think, a depth being waited to get pulled out of her that I think you do see as the seasons go on. Even when I felt like, oh gosh, let's let's look at Gretchen and Alexis because yes. I felt so betrayed. I, <laughs> I felt so betrayed on Alexis's behalf. Like mm. down to the cut party where Gretchen's like clapping as Alexis is being basically kicked out of the party was like so oh i was my like God, i didn't even catch that i was kind of distracted during that scene i'm not gonna lie uh, but yeah that party was so cringe it was so awkward at the beginning in such a way where it was like why is it even this awkward yeah. like it didn't make sense and then yeah it was really interesting that gretchen as a scorpio stellium that we've already discussed mm-hmm. um is holding on to the grudge on behalf of Tamara. Like, here Tamara's already made up with Gretchen. And then Tamara even said, like, Gretchen holds on to grudges longer than me. And I was like, well, she's a Scorpio, so duh. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely. And Mercury and Scorpio. Not even just a Scorpio, she's like, hella Scorpio. Yeah, exactly. Like, the way her mind works is Scorpionic. Again, because we don't know Alexis's like sun and it moon, it makes it so hard. Then it's just yeah, yeah. There's just not that much yeah. to go. So unfortunately, y'all, until we get confirmation, we will hold off on this sinistry. Yeah, and but we are excited to one day uncover. Really. Yeah. Um, but now moving on, 
Heather. Heather. Okay, what are your thoughts of Heather? Because she's kind of a, a polarizing character. She is a polarizing <laughs> character. Well, actually, I feel like... Here's the thing. When she first came on, I really liked her. Mm. And then I did not like her as much. And now we're kind of... Especially with Shannon. I'm kind of like... Um, yeah, I feel eh, season nine. Heather is awful because your storyline is really about the house. Ultimately, at that yeah, point, yeah, but then also being horrible to Shannon, as you just right, said. no, 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 but yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah, there was yeah. nothing else, and yeah. I feel like that Heather. That's when Heather turned into more. But I think housewifey. Oh, well, we're getting off topic here because yeah. we're not talking about Shannon this week. But I think Heather was really intimidated and threatened, not intimidated, threatened by Shannon. Mm. Um, but yes, Heather, Heather. Heather, Heather, Heather. So Heather is actually a cap son. Oh, yes, Heather. Is she a Leo Moon or is she cuspy also? Hold on, let me pull up her chart. Because I could definitely see Leo Moon. <laughs> I could totally see a Leo Moon. What's the other option? Cancer? Uh, mm, yeah. could see that too, but can kind of more see Leo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think Leo... So we'll go with Leo. Either way, it's very maternal. Because, you know, the one part where she... I think when she was with Alexis, actually. Um, it was always so funny when Alexis was like, who is she? Like... I've never seen her acting in anything. And then Alexis obviously, like, then tries to become an actress. Right. Um, but Heather was like, I've done everything, basically. Heather is, like, a comedian, a host, an actress. Mm. And I immediately was like, where's her Leo? Mm. Um, but also, she has Jupiter and Uranus and Libra conjunct on her south node in Libra. And her Venus is in Pisces. Mm. So to me, like, so creative, such a, like actually like a really good actress i thought she was actually really funny when they did those hot and cleave like those little segments that's the thing is heather is acting always on the show yeah that's why sometimes actresses make horrible housewives because they're just lisa rinna right exactly Uh, exactly um they're coming up with their own storyline and okay so we don't know exactly what time she was born but um I'm just going to go off of what I'm looking at in front of me, which is that her moon in Leo, which, again, we're not sure about, is um, in opposition to her Mercury in um, Aquarius. Aquarius. And she's such a Mercury in Aquarius. Like, she's such a logical thinker. She's always, like, she's so meticulous mm-hmm. thinking everything through. And, but then at the other, at the same time, like, if that is, in fact, in opposition to her moon, like, she is very emotional about things. And, like, again, I think she's intimidated by Shannon. So that moon in Leo, like, her not being the kind of the head of the pack anymore potentially because Shannon just eases into the group she doesn't get hazed no one's snoring at her comments like it coincides with Vicky and Tamara feeling like Heather is condescending condescending which again could be a Leo in um like Sorry, I'm, Moon and Leo. It, again, but if, especially if that's in opposition to that Mercury and Aquarius. Like, it can be this very cold... Like, Leo's so warm, but Aquarius is a little more cold and detached. Mm-hmm. And, like, it just kind of creates this, yeah, I'm above you kind of thing. Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, I was 
I think a mental note that I had for Heather is she is a very great... I mean, she would be an amazing lawyer, of course. I was literally thinking that today watching her. She's, I mean, Jupiter and Libra, Uranus she and Libra. She play that jury like a fucking fiddle. And very, lo- I mean, very logical. And Mercury, yes. she has like her, so Mercury planet of intellect, communication, thinking, processing is in an air sign. So very logical off the bat. Very smart. Mercury in Aquarius is a very intelligent, like... I love an Aquarian brain. It's wild what goes up in there. And that's trining her Uranus and Jupiter. So, like, it gives her his, her self-confidence. She knows she's smart. Or maybe even she underestimates and, like, tries really hard. And, you know, Uranus, that's who she is. It's undeniably... She's undeniably good at perfection or attaining or seeming like she can attain perfection by virtue of, like, her arguments. Um... It's funny because we were talking about Capricorn sun energy earlier, look down upon condescending. Yeah. Here we have her, her sun in Capricorn. I was going to say that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have, like, Mars in Cancer and her holding these grudges and, like, doing really manipulative and nasty things when she's... Like, it's interesting because I feel like you really see high vibe Heather, but you also really see low vibe mm-hmm, Heather. Like, mm-hmm. she really shows both um sides of herself um and then like the north node in aries like needing to do her own thing going back to acting breaking away from that just motherly role also Mm -hmm. with saturn in aries um squaring her sun in capricorn She's got so much cardinal energy. She's such a fucking go-getter, especially with the Jupiter and Libra. Like, also, like, she has so much cardinal energy, and you just see her taking so much initiative and really, like, leading the way. She also has Pluto in Virgo, so, like, this intense organizational ability and, like, a strength of hers. Yeah, I would... Here's the thing. I see Pluto in the South Node, Pluto in Virgo. It's, like, widely orbed. I mean, I see a lot of, like, like Pluto in Virgo is so much about self-love and um, cultivating that self-love. Mm-hmm. And I think it must be difficult to have a Pluto, South Node, Uranus, Jupiter, Libra. Like, so much Libra. Interesting. She's married to a plastic surgeon. Right. But doesn't have much work done herself, which is actually, like, I think... Now, I don't know how, like, healthy she is. But, like, it seems like a healthy kind of expression of it Mm -hmm. to kind of associate with yourself with someone who does so much of that to be in that world. Um, Mm -hmm. Even, like, going through all those new regimens with Terry, like, the leeches and that. Have you mm-hmm. seen all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, just trying everything and doing all that and being at the forefront of beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, but in kind of, like, a like a different way, an Aquarian way, because that's trining yeah, yeah. her Mercury and Aquarius. So, like, yeah, cutting edge, the forefront of science and technology. yeah. She's also so business savvy. I mean, like, she's got, you know, her 
entertainment. I don't even know what to call this network. A lifestyle integration high definition network. What's that? She just announced it recently. Oh. Like, like a like a couple of weeks or a week ago or something. I I don't even know what that is, but she's like, I am here in your living room with like having wine chats basically. So it's like. Again, like, very at the forefront, Mercury and Aquarius also thinking about technology. I think, like, she's, like, embracing it. Mm. But with this Capricorn sun, such a savvy businesswoman as well. Like, a very interesting combination. Yeah. Um, oh, and one of my favorite things that Heather said was when she was, like, going, when she was at the cake maker yeah, for yeah, her yeah. party oh, like God. the infamous the bow. cake yeah the bow. and so the woman was like oh what about our mad hatter cake and heather was like i'm a little i like my cake a little more structured and it's like of course you do <laughs> classic 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 she would not be having a mad hatter cake no. um but let's look at terry and heather because that's also very fun yeah because honestly, I feel like the synastry I'm really interested in is Heather and Shannon also, which again we'll bring up next week. Next week, yeah, it's like a very Shannon focused episode. Yes, next week is gonna be all about Shannon. All about Shannon. Uh, so and, excited. And Brooks, lol. Oh my god, yes. Because we cannot <gasps> mention Shannon without mentioning Brooks. Um. Yeah, I wonder if we can. Terry. Okay, so we're Terry. We have his exact time of birth, and we are laying Heather's chart mm-hmm. over Terry's chart. So, but well, actually, I was gonna say, really high level about Terry. Yeah. Terry also has a Virgo stellium, which reminds us of another cast on the show, Tamara Judge, with her Virgo stellium. Yes, and you like if you watch, you know that they get along swimmingly. They're like very buddy buddy. Yeah. Um. He has like his sun, Venus, Mercury, and Pluto, and his Juno in Virgo. Yes, and he's a Gemini rising and has a Libra moon. Yes. And North Node. So yes. it's like, yeah, again, not surprising that he's a plastic surgeon. Libra is ruled by Venus. It's a sign of beauty and balance. I mean, like, mm-hmm. plastic surgery is all about finding the balance, finding the symmetry and the body and the face. It's, wow, it's really... Um, perfection. Helping women attain perfection. Yes, and then again with or all those Virgo placements, especially with, like, the Mercury and the Venus there. Mm-hmm. Um, Mer- v- Virgo is also about perfection and details and... Yeah, you could totally see. Then his Mars is in um, Taurus, Taurus, which again is like Taurus is very body focused. So putting your energy into the body, into changing the body. um, Very interesting. Also, you know, Mars and Taurus very much about the bag. Let's get the bag. Let's make the money. Mm -hmm. And like, it is so much about materiality, i.e. like, you know, they have such big houses. houses. Oh my God. It's crazy. And I think, you know... Whereas his Venus in Virgo, yeah, like that standard of perfectionism meeting materiality mm-hmm. equals let's go, I guess, in Orange County bigger. Yeah. But their style is still very, like, chic, though, I feel like. It's like a, even though it's, like, grandiose, it's like a modern... Yeah, they've got good taste. Modern, yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like is so Libra, so Virgo. Like, I would love, if I ever had a designer interior designer i'd be like oh what's your libra situation <laughs> what's your virgo situation give me a little bit of scorpio as well for some dark 
Yeah. But, yeah. I like their charts together. I do, too. It's very, it's cute, but also challenging, which you see. I, I mean, you say cute and challenging. I fucking love that Heather's Pluto is on his son. Mm. Like, I, like, she helps transform him and makes him a better person. Yeah. Which (laughs) she has said, and... I think we can all agree also. And I like also really love the way that they can approach arguments. Yes. I and reconcile. Yes. Which I think is a very lovely Pluto Sun together type of conversation. It's like a very therapist orient like it's like a therapist would be like, This is a great conversation, I feel like. You articulate how you feel, you allow the person to articulate how they feel maybe, and then you understand and put your egos aside yeah also she said like terry gets over arguments quicker than me and he's like his moon is in libra and Mm -hmm. her moon is in leo which is a fixed sign and Mm -hmm. you know so it's gonna like hold on to things a little longer yeah and even if it's in cancer too i mean between both of them those two cancer yeah are gonna hold on yeah yeah ruminate a little bit for sure so their venuses are in opposition to each other which is interesting i can i mean i think it's like a nice like opposite it is opposites attract because between the both of them I do feel like, you know, she's obviously more serious or is more structured, as you said, and he's more, you know, mutable, like Gemini, very Gemini rising with his dad jokes and like wanting to have fun. He is, but it's interesting that he's kind of not more on her level in the seriousness with his son, Venus and Mercury and Virgo, because like she's like, she's so serious and he Mm -hmm. just like won't get on that page with her and that's all she wants yeah it's kind of funny actually because like his chart speaks to him having the ability to do so he's just choosing not to i think he really likes to get her goat so to speak that's like Mm -hmm. that's very gemini thing to do to like just keep pushing someone's buttons he also has like this fire trine with uranus saturn and the south node in aries I believe. And his Uranus is in his, like, third house of perception. And if Leo rules that house, it's kind of... I wonder if he feels like it is a role he's also playing. Like, I'm the funny guy. Or I'm this. Like, this is... Mm. This is a Terry thing. Yeah. A Terryism. Like, I can totally see him being the type of person that, like, this is a Terryism. Self-referencing. Right. Um... And especially because it's he does have, like, all those planets in the third house. Uranus, Pluto, Mercury, and Venus. It does become very more... It's even more Gemini in the way it's handling. So it's like... I think it might seem like he's moved on, but I think he's still internally, obviously, like, remembering the stuff. And it's just coming out in different ways via the jokes. Oh, interesting. Um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. It's also funny, his Juno's in Virgo, so he's, like, inherently looking for someone that carries, like, a very Virgoan type of energy. Or, like, you know, again, like, someone maybe, like, organizes structures. And, like, I think Heather does, you know, provide that for him in his life. Totally. Totally. Her, uh, Lilith is on his ascendant also, which Mm. is interesting. 
I mean, you can kind of see when she gets really irritated, she gets really irritated. She gets really Like, it was that, that onion ring oh thing to God. me. Oh, my God. But then, you know what? She turned it around, and then she was like, I'm going to have an onion ring station at every... And she, like, meant that genuinely, and, like... Yeah. I really love them together. They're good together. They're like, so good together. They'll help balance each other They're out. Saturn's trying each other. Did <gasps> I already say that? No, you did not say that. Oh. But continue what? with that. No, 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 no. What was your? I just noticed that Heather's Juno potentially is exactly conjunct to Saturn. So like that planet, that relationship asteroid on his Saturn. Yeah. As, oh, as the yeah. Saturn's provider. Like commitment. Yeah. Relationships. Yeah. And it for the long run. Yes, I love that. In his sixth house mm. of responsibility, like widely conjunct the descendant too so i love that yeah they're just very they're great his moons on her jupiter moon on jupiter how how would you like describe that <sighs> just like in a like an abundance of love like an amplification of his love for her mm-hmm. kind of and you can see he does, he puts her on a pedestal. Like, he makes time for her, mm-hmm. but not the kids. You know, yeah. like, he prioritizes her. They go out to these dinners and all these things. But, like, when it comes to family time, that's where he falls short. And mm. I feel like he's kind of that dad where it's like, I'll, I'll be more present when they're older. Mm. But I'm not really interested in interacting with them at this age. Which is interesting because as a Gemini rising, like, again, that childish energy. My dad's a Gemini rising. He loves kids. Like, he Mm. loves interacting with kids. He also has a Gemini moon, though. Um, But, yeah. That moon-Jupiter conjunction, also his moon on her Uranus and her south node. Mm. Um karma 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 all over this but also i mean he helps her hopefully stokes her independence too or makes her feel like she can be an individual so like what you were saying earlier like how he's supportive about her you know going to be this actress doing her thing and they have this balance sometimes maybe you know maybe it's out of balance and but then when heather gets opportunities she can go for them so it helps her cultivate that sense of herself yeah and he's like super supportive he was Mm -hmm. gonna like fly a nanny and all the kids up to canada Mm -hmm. if she wanted to take that Mm -hmm. um and they have the ability to do so should they choose yeah (laughs) oh my gosh yeah yeah so crazy and then i bet they have good sex too because her his jupiter is on her mars and like mars is a sign of sex jupiter mm-hmm. like it again expands or so i could see them having good sex when she actually will give it up to him so fascinating because it's also on his neptune you know mm. so like jupiter and neptune some role-playing maybe yeah i could totally see them yeah. role-playing very interesting kinky sex. I can... Yes! I can see you being into some weird things. And Heather is an actress, like, loving mm-hmm. to indulge him in those fantasies. Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's falling in his fifth house of, like, pleasure, fun, sex. Yeah. Yeah. 
creation. It's very interesting because I wonder in a past life if they had role reversal, i.e. speaking of little playing roles, but in the... <laughs> I wonder if she was the main provider and he wasn't. Hmm. Was He was... She was the Terry and he was the Heather. Uh-huh. Just because if I'm looking at the chart, it's like kind of wild, right? Like, Heather Saturn is also on his south node um, in Aries. Mm. And that Saturn... Oh, and Heather's son is in Terry's seventh house. And their sons are squaring each other, I just realized. Yeah. In uh, Earth signs. No, like, no, no. Oh, no. Trining. Because they're oh, Earth trining, signs. Oh, trining, trining. Yeah. Right. In, <laughs> right. So that supportive energy. And yeah. in Earth signs, it's like this very stable, dependable, like committed energy. And it's crazy because you have actually... Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. No, like, it. you were saying that her son's in his seventh house. Yeah. But then his son's in his fourth house, so the fact that they're training each other, it's, like, so their cute. love for each other, their, like, family, um, mm-hmm. and you see that, like, she, even though he's not so, um, he doesn't, like, make time for family, she makes him make time for family, and then when he is there, he's present, and yeah. he's, like, involved, and it's really cute. It's, um, it's funny because I can also see Heather being, like, his version of a, like, with that Mars on his Jupiter and Neptune, like, my dream woman, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. Because Neptune fantasy. And I love, like, you know, plastic surgeons have this stereotype of always, like, upgrading. Lenny. Exactly. (laughs) Classic stereotype Mm. of what. A plastic surgeon. I just love that Terry's not that, and like Heather's not. You know, she keeps her. She upkeeps, and I'm sure she gets Botox and things like. But she's not like overly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like nice that he goes to work and manipulates people the way they want to be manipulated, and then he comes home to someone who's like, mm-hmm. you know, happy enough with themselves that I don't know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's very interesting. What I will say with the Scorpio energies behind that Jupiter, Neptune, Mars too, that loyalty, that bond, that jealousy, or that, like, sense of, con- not control, but, like, ride or die-ness. Mm. Um, I just am thinking about, like, oh, I guess we'll talk about this next week, too, but, like, Shannon and David and that, remember when they, like, broke the lot, the lot party, and then Heather got on the cow, the mechanical bull. Yeah. And, like, Terry went apeshit on David, basically, because David was, like, spread the legs. Well, that was, like, really in a... David is so no, that was me. That was so... He's so... No, that was, like, oh. not called for... That was not a statement to make. But the rage from Terry, because mm. it was, like, something that happened to Heather. And, yeah. like, you know, it was just... Mm. You ha- you don't really see Terry get angry. Yes. And that was one of the very distinct moments. You could see him get angry, and I yeah. can definitely see that, like, Jupiter, Neptune. And, like, the way, you know, Heather's Mars hits that, and, like, how maybe the rest of the chart works in Sinistry. Like, there's a big... I mean, there's a deep, deep, deep loyalty. Yeah. No, totally, 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 totally. And, like, they're so simpatico, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, the phone call where Nikki, like, supposedly has a stomach ache, and uh, it's 1030, 1030, 1030. Oh, my God, it's 1030. That was so funny. Uh, I love how Vicky was like, if if you're going to fake a phone call, make sure your phone lights up. I mean, 
But yeah, like, they just have each other's backs, they're ride or die, like, they don't have to, they're just, like, lock, step, and barrel. It's very interesting because Heather's Chiron actually squares Terry's Ascendant. Hmm. And I feel like that's where you kind of see those moments. And it's in the 10th house, you know, in Terry's 10th house. of, So it's almost like breaking, understanding the role you play and like breaking out of your traditional role. So like, I think it, was, it goes back to that, um, you know, her wanting to be like an actress and like balance the whole thing and like breaking out of this, you know, routine of motherhood or the role of motherhood. and. Mm. I think, and that's obviously, like, that was, like, a point of friction that we also saw at the first go-around, right? In this new era of their life with all these children on the TV show. So, I do think you did, you do see that square. Um, but she was able to, like, articulate. She was able to not be passive. And, like, I think that, yeah. That was just, I just noticed that square. Mm. And it folded in really nicely with what we said earlier. I'm surprised that he doesn't have more... Leo placements because he's he loves the spotlight and he's been in it for a very long time like he was on that show the swan the swan which I feel like it was in the early 2000s um and he's been on tv since then botched all these things like Terry really likes to be in the spotlight and I think yeah part of it is that Mars in Taurus just like wanting to make money as you said Mm -hmm. um but I am surprised yeah the first episode of the swan was in 2004 Mm. um so he's been on tv for 20 years yeah that's why we have such a good birth time (laughs) um (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, he does have a very packed third house, you know? Um, And the third house is a house of media. And for him to have, like, all that energy there. But it's usually more localized things Uh, versus, like, 10th, 11th. No, I wouldn't necessarily say... I I get it's localized, but I do see, like, podcast media, publishing... Like, all these... Anything in third, ninth, stelliums there. Like, that can definitely go. Mm. Yeah. And, I mean, technically, he's popping in L.A., which is his neighborhood. Because he was born in L.A. That's true. That's true. That's true. And it's also, it's funny that his uh, son's in the fourth house, and he's, like, known for having these huge fucking houses Mm -hmm. and, like, showing off these houses. Yeah. I was going to say with the son and all of that, there's, like, a very God complex there, you know? Mm. And, like, if your Leo's son is ruling over the... Sorry, your Virgo son is ruling over your third house, the way you view the world is so you-centric. If you are the person that can change people and, like, help them achieve happiness or make them better in whatever capacity they define, and with that leap, I mean... I do, and with Jupiter and Neptune, I can also see God complex. Like, yeah, well, also, like, the conjunction with the Jupiter-Neptune on Heather's uh, Mars in his fifth house, mm-hmm. it, like, makes so much sense that they put so much energy into these huge projects that mm. are, like, these dream 
houses, these dream creations of theirs with her energy mostly. He's financing it and like he's even the one she wanted to downsize even though she wanted to like add another room for the baby. Like ultimately she was like, can we make this house smaller? And he's like, no, bigger. And they're in the rental house and she's like, I'm happy that like the family is all close and you can hear everyone from everywhere. And he's like, get me out of here. I'm too close to everybody. That was so funny. Yeah. It's interesting, Jupiter and Neptune, for him, because it rules over his midheaven. Like, you talking about, like, big houses and all that, and, like, the, these projects um, bring them joy. Like, it's such a 10th house thing for them to also be so known for their houses being like this, um, mm. and the fantasy provided. And his Saturn in Sagittarius, like, needing his alone time, needing to get away from mm-hmm. everyone else, like, as the provider as the father needing to step away and have his time yeah yeah yeah. I think that's important because if you know if you have Scorpio on that energy in that sixth house ruling over it like Pluto and Mars both like and his Mars is in the 12th house and his Pluto's in Virgo I do think that alone time is important like you Mm -hmm. do need to recalibrate so you're not imprinted with other people's like energies or like ideas that can contaminate your own sense and vision yeah um important to bake that in your ritual and day-to-day yeah 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 very interesting terry's got such a fun chart yeah, I really like Terry's chart. I here's the thing. It's a lot more fun to look at a chart when you actually have the exact data. Yeah, cuz there's so much at play. Obviously, you can see house rulership, um with no birth time, you get just planetary energies and sometimes it's very prominent. Um and a lot of times, you know, it's just there's only so much information you can glean. Mhm. But on that note, Yeah, well, that was fun. Part two. Part two. Part three to come, which we're so fucking excited about. Part Shannon. Part Shannon. Shannon, like... And Brooks! Oh, my gosh. I just finished season 10, so I am so hype um, to discuss. But in the meantime, if y'all are looking for more Bravo Astrology content or pop culture content, you can always subscribe or follow us at The Cosmic Clubhouse. See you next week. Bye!